0: Welcome back to another edition of 30 Racket Sports. It is Monday, August 16th. We're back. What season is this? Season three? Four. Season four. I think, All yeah, four. All ready to go. Four. 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 four? four. Season four. Really? We've, we've, we did the baseball Apple season. hasn't
1: removed us?
0: Not no. quite yet. No, not quite yet, yeah. Damn. Not quite yet. But we're back. Better than ever. Maybe not. We're not Mike Greenberg. But we're back for sure. Ooh. And we uh, We're talking today. About some football. I don't know if you guys noticed, but it's August. Football is almost back. College football just around the corner, less than two weeks till college football. Quite starts. muggy out. Yeah. And uh, baseball exactly. starting to heat up a little bit. Maybe uh, talk for one team. Your, just yeah, just talk about your red legs a little <laughs> for bit. for one team. It's
2: hot. I'm in the hot seat a little bit. Really We're hot. gonna
0: bring Josh back down to earth because he's all jacked. You're me. you're <laughs> in the hot seat, and I know that because the guy talking to my left. The only guy on this pod who thinks finishing two games out of the second wild card is a cause for celebration. It's
2: Josh. Josh, how are we doing? Not ready to celebrate yet. Uh, I'd like to say goodbye to Nick Senzo while he's still here. It's been fun. It's been real and it's been fun.
0: I don't know if it's been real fun for like the three games he's actually played without being injured. Bubble wrap that dude. Bubble wrap that dude. some (laughs) milk.
1: Coming from Josh. (laughs) Oh, man. Hell tips by Josh. You want this pod?
0: You hey, want this pod? Anybody,
2: anybody can give health tips these days.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's fair. And that voice to my right, of course, the only guy on this pod that thinks we should do
2: pretty much an exclusively
0: Ohio State podcast at this point, basically wanted to break down Quentin Ewers' like day and night score today. It doesn't matter. It's Zach. <laughs> Zach, how are we doing today? Can we can we uh, talk we can about anything it. else? Are we sure? I mean, why do you think we have enough listeners? You should I only know.
1: talk Ohio State 24-7, 365. We'll break down softball. Volleyball. They have a great men's volleyball program. so
0: good Lots to talk about. Well, that's we've good. got some other stuff. I'm happy for I them, actually was that. on
1: a plane flight with them after they won the national championship. I'm happy for you that you had that experience. I did. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Well, cool. The closest I, I closest any of us have gotten to greatness, so let me tell you. <laughs> I thankfully, I suppose.
0: Uh, unfortunately, like you guys, the only guy here on the pod, and possibly in the entire state, who would probably rather break down NBA Summer League than talk about some of these segments. My name's Greg. I'm the talent around Greg, here. Thank Greg, how so are much you for doing? listening to 30 Rack. I'm doing fantastic.
2: Good. I've just noticed I'm sitting next to you for once, and you have a hood on this shirt. Yeah, I know. It's a little t-shirt
0: with a hood. It's, it's nice. In real life, you don't fucking fish.
2: as a fishing shirt.
0: Yeah, I know. But you don't fish. Yeah. He right fly away.
1: fishes, man. He flies. He got, wow. he got the he big, uh, the, the waterproof pants that come up to your waist. You go out to Montana every summer for like four months and just three fly and fish half, three and a half. Three and three and half three. That's what I was doing during the Real, break. real fishermen. That's a summer, call, summer home. Months. That's a summer. I, mean, I forgot man. he had that big summer home. Aren't you buying that from Kelly Clarkson? The big Montana summer home? They no, go no. way about back, that. dude. Don't worry about that. That's some huh? personal business. They go, business. Back. Yeah, they go way back. They go way, way back.
2: They go way back.
1: you going to kick out her bum-ass boyfriend her husband. Whatever. What doesn't kill you Try makes you stronger. Trying to throw some pop culture references. A lot of, of culture I was about to say, <laughs> about to say yeah, yeah. What doesn't kill intro. you makes you stronger.
0: But <laughs> right, this go. segment might kill me if we don't get to some headlines, guys.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Guys, thirty rack is back, and so is football. Last weekend gave us our first glimpse of the hopefully improved Browns and Bengals, as both got wins in mostly meaningless games where many of the starters didn't play for either team in their respective matchups. The Browns got the best of the new-look Urban-led Jaguars 23-13, with a solid performance from second-rounder Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa with eight tackles. The Bengals got the best of the defending champion Buccaneers with a 19-14 victory, and standout third-rounder Joseph Asai got three tackles, including one sack of Thomas Brady. They had that great victory parade downtown, too. Look like they won the Super Bowl. Hopefully, both squads will show a little bit more next week as the Bengals head to Washington on Friday night and the Browns welcome the Giants on Sunday. Speaking of football, we are less than two weeks away from the start of college football and just 17 days away from college football in Ohio as we get started with Ohio State heading to Minnesota as 14-point favorites and the Falcons of Bowling Green heading to Knoxville as just 33-point underdogs. With the seasons just around the corner, the preseason AP poll was released this morning, featuring two Ohio schools in the mix in the top 10, with Ohio State at four and UC at eight. Both teams have early top 11 tests, with number 11 Oregon in Ohio State's early future, and the Bearcats having back-to-back games versus Indiana heavyweights. Number 17, Indiana. and Number nine, Notre Dame. Though football is starting, the dog days of summer are coming to a close and the baseball playoff chase is coming on. The deadline was a fairly quiet one in the state with the flailing Indians getting rid of some expiring contracts as they look forward to next year and the rising red legs making only minor moves to boost their bullpen. The tribe have begun yet another youth movement, seeing some young guys getting extended work while out of the race including tristan mckenzie who tossed an 11 strikeout gem sunday where he was just four outs from a perfect game the reds however have turned things into overdrive since last month getting themselves back into contention just two games behind the padres with some winnable games coming up next week and finally just a quick shout out to all the olympians uh, for the u.s as they took home another gold and total medal title in tokyo although no golds were won by ohio natives both Ohio State and UC alums were able to take home four golds for country, including Buckeye Hunter Armstrong in the men's 4x100 swimming relay, Bearcat Jordan Thompson in the uh, women's volleyball finals, and then a pair in former Buckeye Nichelle Price and former Bearcat Vanessa Giles, helping Canada to their first ever gold in women's soccer. So shout out to all the former Bearcats and Buckeyes. Guys, those are your OH headlines.
1: Oh beer of the week That's awesome yeah, do that that's great.
0: Our beer of the week for this week comes from one of our favorite cities in Northwest Ohio. Of course Port Clinton, Ohio and this is Twin Oast Brewings old Ohio blonde ale. It is a uh, it is their flagship beer looks like their top year-round offering and it's a nice 4.7 ABV blonde ale guys. I believe Zach picked it up. You you went into the tap room uh, a couple weeks back. I was
1: actually outside. They have a huge, gigantic outdoor area. Really, really cool. I actually did not try this one. I tried everything else but this one. But my dad's
2: friend recommended it.
1: He lives up there. He said.
2: I was gonna say I'm looking at pictures of this place. It looks. It's, awesome. stunning. It it's is. stunning. It's stunning. Really, kind stunning.
1: of the. It's the most beautifully. Like, I didn't Ohio want to go. I just wanted to go to a Catawba. Ever. Brewery yeah. Island Brinks. So we've been there, and we ended up going to... Everybody's like, oh, let's go there first. Um, yeah, a stun, it's only been around since 2018. Stunning Brewery. Oh, the inside's beautiful. Oh, I mean, I walked in, yeah, just to, like, check it out.
0: Wow. Um, yeah, it's um, very, very nice. like, I mean, very the nice. outside
1: area's got a big balcony, or not balcony, like, kind of patio, beautiful stonework, and then it's actually... <clears throat> they grow a lot of their own, like, they have, like, orchards and stuff that they own, so it's all, like, an orchard all around it, and they have, like, a big open field that they have brew trucks, other stuff, so you don't have to go inside, food. uh, Food was delicious. Oh, man, Um, yeah. If you're up near Port Clinton, uh, totally worth a check out. It's a cool place. It looks like,
0: as you mentioned, I mean, they have their their flagships in here. And, uh, you know, you get your Heffies, you get your IPAs, a nice Berliner Weiss porter, so it seems like they Get everything that you'd want. Uh they have a h- cans some beers, huge it looks like so. selection.
1: There's actually one beer if you go, I would say definitely try. It was really I'm trying to see if I find it on here. Um very different thing that I've ever had. It was almost like a a wine beer. Let's see if I can find it here.
0: Where's There's that? a Chardonnay barrel-aged Belgian Sh- double. Yes. Yes. I
1: drank that. <clears throat> Changed my life as far as beer goes. It was very I t- like a Touch Chardonnay soul. taste, and then it like went right into like a nice smooth beer taste at the end, kind of a little sweetness in there. Really good. That's actually the one I would recommend trying. They got a Mole
0: Stout, too. Like a lot of mm-hmm. interesting beers. Mm-hmm. Apricot- Kelly's Island. Abra, Apricotaba, an apricot ale. So a lot of good stuff here. Um, get Zach's stamp of approval, which is not easy to do. So uh, be sure to, to check out Twin Oaks Brewing. Uh, their old Ohio Blondale. We'll get back into it a little bit more as uh, we see if Zach can read or not later in the show. We're talking AP poll. Was released today. Uh, the preseason AP poll. Alabama, unsurprisingly, leads the pack, uh, followed by Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State, and Georgia rounding out the top five. The Cincinnati Bearcats coming in at number eight. Zach, we'll start with you for this buy or sell. What are you buying from this poll? Whether it's a team, whether it's the system, maybe you just are a big AP pool guy yourself.
1: I mean, I'm not buying anything. because I'm going to sell the AP pool because it's fucking worthless now. We don't even need the goddamn AP pool. I would almost go to the coach's pool better, even though they, those guys don't know anything. so They don't watch anybody else. Um, you want my thoughts on the poll overall, though? Some of my quick hits, what I don't like about sure, it. Sure, sure. What? What's I'm, your sales? What my sales. My sales. Like I'm about selling, selling a lot. You're selling all this? Yeah, I'm selling a lot. Um, I don't mind the order of the top five. I just think it's absurd that Alabama got so many. And I, I'm not here to knock Nick He's a fucking wizard. We all know all those car dealerships, the cars, which I guess is legal now. They can give people cars. Um, lures the recruits. I don't know. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. You lost Sarkeesian. I think that's a bigger loss than people give credit for. It, you know, um. 47? 47 of the votes—that's insane. Um, and then Georgia having more first-place votes than Ohio State. Kirby Smart hasn't proven shit. And then you got TJ or JT Daniels, who's barely been able to stay healthy his entire life. And I'm sorry against UC, who I give a lot of credit to UC for. But I'm just saying, if you think they're that much better than UC, I don't think he played spectacular against the Bearcats. With I mean, yeah, they some, were aided with, with, with some, the Bearcats
2: losing a bunch, right? Of right. They had some that yeah. yeah. So that's they what I, I mean. Guys, no. I haven't
1: seen anything from them. It's Kirby Smart team. Um, going down the list. I mean, I, I do like I will buy the. Uh, I'm loving that the UC higher ranked than Notre Dame. I think that'll be a fun. Uh, uh, yeah. If that holds, that'll be a fun. That'll be a fun little dig going into that game. It's um, going to be a fun
2: two weeks for Bearcats.
1: But. Oh yeah, it's gonna be huge. And I admit, outside of that, once you guys have the top ten, it's like what, whatever. I don't know. North Carolina. <laughs> I mean, I could buy the rest of it. That I was guess. an
2: interesting one, North Carolina. But I,
1: they're buying on the Sam Howell. You know, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if they stay there.
0: So, I mean, I think you can make an argument. Oregon should probably be in the top ten. I guess maybe over Iowa State, in my opinion. But uh, ah, you, you you might have some some takes in place with someone who I might be selling to go to quickly to my buy and sell. <laughs> the one thing that I would love that I I love about this poll that you don't see in past polls, and I know. You're just thinking at the top. You don't care about anybody else but yourself. I understand that. But looking and having some of these kind of smaller teams, you know, uh, mid major teams kind of make it into the top yeah. 25 as far as coastal Carolina and Louisiana Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Normally those spots are, you know, just kind of northwestern. Held in place. No, I Or know. teams like Auburn, yeah. who's at 30 michigan who's at 32 yeah don't do northwestern nothing. oklahoma state yeah don't do that <laughs> i love northwestern
2: don't give me shit about that no, right uh, hmm. i'm with you here. i don't know about that i love seeing i know oh
1: i'm a fan of it i'm not knocking that no i mean my whole thing what, like yeah. i said i said the rest
0: i was fine with. yeah i was, like, yeah, like, I was gonna say that. What, what have these teams you know what have these teams done to deserve it after mediocre season after mediocre season Bye. exactly you know, I'm all for
1: uh, giving you know these smaller schools their love finally, and I'm I'm all for it. I
2: like that. Well, and that was going to be my big buy on this was specifically the Raging Cajuns, raging down in Lafayette, and last year they did a lot of raging. I mean, they won their bowl game. The uh, you're overusing uh, raging too much. Lending <laughs> the Lending Tree Bowl, but oh, that's also, my favorite bowl. Have, so Lendingtree.com it's bowl. I yes, think. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. Sorry. Lendingtree.com bowl. But they also. Uh, narrowly missed beating Coastal Carolina they beat mm-hmm. Iowa State you know these are teams that have proven that they've had great seasons in their conference and they can hang with the big See, you just
1: hung my you just hung my uh I, what, what's with the love with of Iowa State I love Matt Campbell and the job he's done at Iowa State but you're I, telling I me they're a top 10
2: you, but you're
1: telling me they're a top 10 team they ah, I don't buy it. They, well, they will upset a couple teams, have a solid record, but they always but lose a couple. Get
2: upset by so many. Thank they you. Squeaked out of so many. Oh games yeah, 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 Last year, and get people were saying they should have been in bowl games. And I like Matt Campbell, Bearcats, but I'm saying I think Matt Campbell took Carolina. them to their
1: ceiling. My ceiling is they're they're a 15 through 10 team. They're not they're not a top 10. That's insane to me.
0: What do you think, Greg? I think they have some decent players. Yeah, I, they I don't have. Think. But you gotta. But, have, you look at all the teams that are in there. Oregon. Like Mario Rubio, like what has he done? What have any Uber, of those? Guys
1: well, done? okay, we're not we're not rehashing past seasons and elections, Greg. This is going to turn to a Trump so. conversation. Let Craig keep Craig keep going down.
2: <laughs> Here's the thing about Goldwater, okay? <laughs> he needs a recount. <laughs> yeah. But no, I just. They play in so many, and I'm not saying playing in close games or even losing close games are wrong, but when, like, no, it, they, we talked yeah, about it last year a lot. Greg State. harped it on the, yeah, all the time. That's yeah, that's what
1: I mean. I like Matt Campbell. I think he's a great
2: coach. We're moving away from punishing teams like the Ragin' Cajuns and Coastal Carolina and the Bearcats, even, for being in close games where teams like Iowa State are constantly in close games, but they don't get the same punishment if they lose said game. Right. And
0: they're they only... Four voters who voted Iowa State out of the top ten,
1: so they're consistently. I mean, up there. here's my thing. Here's my top ten. I'll give it to you right now. I don't have any problem with everything. Oh, man, he's gonna
2: fire one off. All right, I don't have
1: problems it. with anybody but Iowa State. I would move everybody behind you. Know, so Cincinnati, I'd put seven. Notre Dame, eight. Am I doing the math right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then. Actually, I would then I would put Oregon and Wisconsin. I would actually put Oregon and Wisconsin in front of uh North Carolina, in my opinion. Again, I haven't seen I love what Mac Brown did. I think honestly, I thought that was gonna be a train wreck. Done an amazing job there, and they actually had a nice solid recruiting class. I just still think they're a couple of years away.
2: Well, and it's things like that, like Notre Dame and Georgia getting three uh top votes. It's things like that that I'm not saying it can't happen, but for the preseason yeah. poll, it's kind of ridiculous. What, what did they what did they do last yeah. year that
1: made you think? hmm – Yes, three first. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't even have a problem with Ohio State only getting one. I just yeah. think that's absurd that they the, got three. Yeah. Uh, you know what I that's mean? Crazy. I'm like, what three fucking morons? The one
0: thing that I will say That's is, what happens when you give three Atlanta Journal-Constitution writers a goddamn vote. <laughs> but you look at a lot of these teams that are overranked, I think it's because of the quarterbacks. Like I said, Brock Purdy's a name that you've heard. Sam Rowell right. is a name mm. that you've heard. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: So a lot of times when you have, you know, obviously... You know, Oklahoma and all those guys have names. J.T. Daniels for Georgia is a name that you've heard, but still pasty
1: as hell. Can we talk about? Yeah. No, we'll talk
0: about that some other time. Well, I mean, we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, we Spencer Rattler and the diamond earrings for Oklahoma. He looks dope.
1: I mean, I like. I don't have a problem with Oklahoma. Two, I don't have a problem with Clemson three. But don't you dare
0: have a problem that's with D.J. Uyagalele. I don't. I, don't
1: I think I don't he, he played much. well last those year. Honestly, that's why I would have even their defense. Their defense is great. Honestly, I would have put a Clemson. Um, I mean, Venable. I would have put Clemson, Oklahoma than Bama. I just think the question mark at quarterback for any of these other top five teams. That's a, the, including I say that's a big question. You have no idea what you're getting into. We've seen Oogalot. Greg can pronounce Ben. I
0: do. DJ Uyagalele.
1: We've seen him play. He played. He played spectacularly, though. I he, thought. I mean,
0: against a good Notre Dame. Yeah, and we saw too. Spencer
1: Rattler really come on at the end of the year yeah, and start he was, he learning. Was, I
0: mean, he
2: was shaky, but yeah, it's, it's a, it was a weird. But the
1: last, thing. the last yeah. half, he was dominant. Um, yeah, I don't know. Selling it overall, though. Okay. I Zach, Zach's
2: selling it all. Yeah.
0: If I had to sell one thing about this poll, it is one specific pollster it is get after hate him. to take a shot he's been amped up about hate this to take day. a shot at a guy from cleveland but cleveland's.com's nathan baird an ohio state football reporter from cleveland.com so no excuses we will start with the unbiased part because i feel like that's important uh sure there yeah, is fair fair there is a website that post all of the ap polls it's college poll tracker it posts Mm -hmm. all of the pollsters where they ranked them if you have a team the highest ranked lowest ranked person and then it also conveniently goes through and it mentions all of the kind of outlier picks that a certain pollster has like as in five plus spots from their actual ranking out of the 25 teams that nathan baird ranked eight of them are five-plus spots outside where the actual poll ranked them. Including, he did put Ohio State at four as an Ohio State guy. But it's very interesting that uh, Oregon is at six.
1: Ooh, I don't know about that. Especially, uh, yeah. Penn State is at 11. Oof. No. No. They gotta earn they gotta
0: earn me back after last year. They gotta earn it. Penn State is at eleven. That's insane. They gotta
1: earn their way back in. That that was almost a train wreck. Washington
0: is at nine? Washington is at Miami, Florida is at seven.
1: No. That's a true... oh my
0: god. He does have Iowa State at thirteen, which I feel like might be. Okay, that that that, that's
1: definitely more of my alley. Uh, I can I can handle that. Him
0: and Brett McMurphy are the two highest. (laughs) Oh oh, if you're in the same room as Brett McMurphy, the fact that he hasn't been fired, yeah. that yeah. is insane to me, right? So there's the unbiased part has been just terrible on that side. Then you look at the university Cincinnati. bias part is
2: going to be rough. The
0: university of Cincinnati. <laughs> they are ranked number 8 in the AP poll. Their highest Seems ranking fair. is at number 5, which is a little bit high, but Yeah. Out of the 63 pollsters, 22 have UC outside of the top 10. Mm-hmm. Six of those twenty-two have them outside the top thirteen. Which you, I'm thinking, you really got to stretch to say you in the top thirteen team in the nation.
1: Oh, no doubt in my mind. At least going in, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: one has them at fourteen. Three have them at fifteen. I believe Brett McMurphy is one of those two. I think he's fourteen or fifteen. Fraud. One, Piece one of shit. Has, Fraud. One has them at sixteen. And where does Baird have them? At twenty-two.
1: Where does he have Coastal Carolina number
0: one? He is coastal Carolina, probably like <laughs> off the board
1: next probably week somewhere. I think I'm the most objective UC fan here. I, was, I do have, I yeah. like UC because I went, but I mean, that's insane. They're a top 10 team, no doubt. I mean, what they did, they should have won the Georgia game.
0: They should have beat Georgia last year. So, I want to hear excuses from Georgia. That's insane. So here's the thing they have them behind Iowa, USC, Ooh, Iowa, LSU, man. and Utah. Utah? Texas, they're Jeez. far, they're, they're, Eight spots behind Texas. All right, Texas, <laughs> Texas, are you
1: shitting me? Like they got what?
0: They are fifteen spots behind Miami, Florida. That's that's fucking it, insane. And the thing is, if it was a, if it was, what is this? Two thousand and three? What he's kind got of Auburn ranking? In his top twenty-five. I know, but is as
1: well. this is this two thousand and three college I mean, football. That's exactly what those rankings sell. It's like a college. If, football ranking in 2003 like
0: if he was a san diego state reporter maybe you could say time zones or something you see placed some he is in the same state any of the local games the localiest of local games he could still watch and he still has this team way outside it sounds like ranking. a guy who doesn't do his job so a guy that doesn't do his job slowly creeping east like the big ten itself he should slowly creep into the trash can cuz these rankings
2: oh, are
0: garbage whoosh. i'm selling nathan baird <laughs> cleveland we're coming com. at
2: you nathan baird greg I almost went speechless there which i've never seen before in my life and then just went in for the kill vicious Love but it. i i mean that's pretty absurd though that's pretty that, that's that's, uh, that's trash that's kind of that's trash i'm not sure what to say we're gonna tweet
1: that. at you nathan baird with our i guess we are yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
2: crazy yeah
1: let's do
0: it <laughs> let's do it all right let's start let's start uh, a <laughs> vendetta with nathan baird <laughs> please do uh so those are the rankings uh you know as we mentioned alabama at one ohio state four cincinnati eight or 22 if you're nathan baird so what are you buying Is he right the- for the plane dealer what do you sell? Cleveland.com. So, I so think that's the plain dealer. dealer. Yeah.
1: Sucks that Akron Beacon Journal is like considered higher level than
0: yourself. Hey, nothing wrong with Akron.
1: Sometimes you just want an easy drinking light bodied beer. Old Ohio is just that. Brewed to be balanced. This American blonde ale finishes with subtle citrus tones And is the perfect beer to reach for after a long day on the farm.
0: Who has that a long day on the farm? I worked on farms,
1: so yeah, I've been there. Baled hay. Worked on a pumpkin patch. So, you know, done some. uh...
2: Zach the Pumpkin Patcher. Pumpkin Patcher. Try again. (laughs) Pumpkinist? All
0: right, to get him off of uh, (laughs) that. Try again. (laughs) Though we do have uh, a growler that Zach brought back from... Mm -hmm. Porkland, they do have some pictures of the artwork on the cans. And I will say the cans are oh. very kind of classic. I
1: meant to wear the shirt. I actually have an old Ohio shirt with the can
2: shirt. I yeah. like that it's called old Ohio too, because yeah. I feel like that kind of name captures their branding that they're doing. I mean, the mm-hmm. venue is kind of like old classic Ohio and yeah. all their kind of, it's very vintage retro art on the cans. Oh yeah. Very cool.
1: Got this hat. I spent a lot of money there. I got the hat. got the shirt. Went ahead. Get the $25 growler if you go up there. It's nice. steel, Yeah, reusable. Yeah, that's,
2: that's a very nice growler.
0: Yeah. Growler. It that's, is. That's yeah. A and I, I do like the logo, the two little, like, towers on the top. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a nice logo. It's a clean can. It's kind of got that old script, that old timey feeling.
1: I will tell you this. Go in there. And, yeah, you kind of see all this, right? You see their setup, and you're like, oh, three years old. You know, a lot of the breweries that we go around to, and they're a great brew. I'm not knocking them but you know where do you start you start in like an old like mechanic shop or something you know what I mean right I I don't know who started it like they had some dough it's like a castle I mean they had some dough and it's beautiful and it 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 very much anybody up near there it's worth it's worth an hour drive I even give you that if you're an hour out drive there it's worth it
0: for our next segment we're looking deep into the crystal ball as the MLB season is wrapping up, which is 43 games left for the Red Legs, they are two and a half games out of the second wild card, eight and a half out of the first wild card, and eight games out of the division. Where do the Reds end up at the end of the summer? Are they division champs? Are they in one of the wild card spots? Or are they hanging out on a couch watching the wild card series with the rest of us? Zach, I feel like uh, before we get to um, Josh and whatever ideas he has in his mind about them having probably the best record in the MLB, uh, <laughs> catching where, the Giants. Where do you see the Reds ending this season? Right now, two and a half out. Right, have made At some ground.
1: Point. I, I, uh, coming in, I was just ready just to like you know completely obliterate Josh's dreams of I, playoff right, baseball. Yep. Um, on second. You'd like, You'd like that, wouldn't you? I would. I would love it every every second of it. Um, I I, I think that I, I I'm gonna go on a limb here because I'm the only one here who will take stands, who will make a statement. I'm gonna make a statement right now. I think the Reds surpass the Padres, get the second wild card. I'm calling it now. I think they have a more favorable schedule than the Padres do down the stretch. Um, Padres have some injuries. Padres they have injuries. They're one of those weird teams. Like they're they don't have pitching, in my opinion, at all. I think you know the Reds play the Pirates was like nine 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 more times. Who wouldn't kill for that? Um, Yeah, I think I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to you, Jeff. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the Reds. They're gonna surpass the Pods. They're gonna get in the the wild card game.
2: Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do very generous of you. uh, I'm gonna
1: do
0: two bold (laughs) predictions. Oh, two bold. Uh, one I will say that the Reds will get the second Mm -hmm. wild card spot because if you look at the Padres the rest of their season. Oh yeah. 19 games left versus the top two teams in the AL West, San Francisco and the Dodgers, as well as 3 versus Philly, who's mm-hmm. been a solid team as of late, and 3 versus Houston, who's no walkover. The Reds do have 3 versus the Brewers, 6 versus St. Louis, 3 versus the Dodgers, 3 versus the White Sox, but as far as that rest of it much more favorable. The Padres have been kind of dog shit on the road and it's just the Reds have been decent both home and road, and I think they have you know some teams like the Cubs, like the Marlins, have kind of given up. Have a, still a bunch of games against the Pirates yeah. that are very winnable games. I would never say this.
1: I think the the Reds are a bit more well rounded than
0: the Padres. I never yeah. thought
1: I'd say the Reds were more well rounded than anybody. My, but
0: my second
1: Ooh. prediction
0: is I don't even think the the Padres will be the team that's going to be chasing the Reds at the end. The Reds are going to have to worry about. I think the St. Louis Cardinals. Are yeah. The team that the Reds have to worry yeah. about the rest of their August is three games versus the Brewers, Pirates, Tigers, Pirates, Reds. Ugh. So, St. Louis has a very, very favorable schedule. Uh, I do have to play the Brewers sometimes, but still have a ton of games versus the Reds. And though I do think the Reds will win, they will get the second wild card spot to probably play the Dodgers. In the wild card game, I think St. Louis will actually be the team to make it closer. Because San Diego right now, they're getting some players back. They lost three or four against the Diamondbacks. They're signing Jake Arrieta, who (laughs) I can tell you has been an absolute train wreck this year. (laughs) And I just, they have too many pitchers out right now. You know, Darvish is on the IL. Snell's been up and down. You know, still missing Clevenger and whatnot. So long term, maybe I would take the Padres. But just looking at the months ahead... I think I'm taking the Reds to get the second wild card spot. Josh, what about you?
2: Yeah, I'll agree with you there, Greg. I think uh, really on a shocker. Well, not on the Reds' part, um, <laughs> but on that the Cardinals will be chasing because when you look at those other two divisions, you have the AL East more so the Mets, but it's causing division oh, yeah, chaos. But. Yeah. None kind of those teams are really going Yeah, be... kind of that division is kind of breaking down. And then we said, everybody said all along, that out West, it's going to be a matter of who can survive that series. And then the Giants were good. So I just think that both those divisions are going to kind of eat each other up. And I'm not super worried about the Cardinals because I do think the Reds are the more, out of all the wild card teams, maybe minus the Dodgers, that they're the most well-rounded team. I do think they'll get the second wild card spot. I don't see them winning the division. Um, The Brewers are the better team and the better organization. I mean, you've seen what they've gone out and done. You know, when they needed needed help and holes to fill, they went and filled those holes. They went out and got Willie Adamas. (laughs) Jesus. They went out and got Willie Adamas and went on a huge winning streak after that. He immediately contributed to the team. They they're making moves while the Reds have sat on their hands all season. We went to the point of having, oh, man, we've got all these outfielders, so much potential to, man, we've only got four outfielders and chose not to call Nick Senzel up today. So there's a lot of big question marks for the Reds still. Is Senzel done? Uh, you know, with the, them calling up uh, Barial today over mm-hmm. Senzel, I understand he's still got some rehab that he probably needs to do to get back to where he is. But when you only have the four outfielders you, and all these infielders and utility guys, you'd think you'd right. be calling up the outfielder. So that decision says to me the Reds are kind of done with the whole thing. Yeah. Um, which is sad for Nick Senzel. I mean, he was already he was once a great prospect.
1: Oh, yeah. He was once like a one of the
2: top prospects. Yeah, he was well. a top five prospect. He'll,
1: he'll get a call from the Indians in the offseason. Hey, I'm you want to sure come to spring will, training? Yeah. They bring everybody in.
2: (laughs) But, I mean, he went into an organization that was already prone to having to pivot to Mm -hmm. all all sorts of different things and then add that he's injury prone to that. And, I mean, it's sad. But, yeah, I just don't think that you can catch the Brewers. While they do have one of the toughest schedules in baseball, I think one of the top three toughest schedules in baseball the rest of the way, and the Reds have one of the top three easiest, I just don't see them being able to make that's up that still, ground. Yeah, Unless say, they implode, still, that's still eight games and
0: forty-three to go. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just not enough time. And I mean, the Brewers are what seventy-something and forty-something, so I they've mean, they've taken care of their schedule as much as they. If you so. sweep
2: the Brewers next week, get three games right there, then I'll maybe give you a you shot. Have, maybe I'll you have you a, a shot. shot, but that's more. I think that shot's going to be more on them imploding down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Then you make being able to make it. Oh up. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you do still have a couple, yeah, three against the Dodgers out west. Uh, you've got to go to Washington for four gamer, and then um, or you're at home. Sorry, excuse me. You're at home versus the Dodgers and the Nationals. Seven games there. You still have two against the uh, White Sox. But sure, you've got tr- nine against Pittsburgh and three against Detroit. But. We're talking about a team that went two and seven against the Diamondbacks. You guys want to go to a
1: Brewers Tigers game on Wednesday, September fifteenth? Tickets are as low as six dollars. (laughs) Wow! Can't
0: wait. That's a steal. I will say the one thing that worries me the most about the Reds is they've shown that they can play with some of the. You know, they've been great against the Brewers at times. They've almost owned the Cardinals for most of the year, but you know, they'll lose series. I mean, like, uh, like the Padres just lost three or four against the Diamondbacks. They're two and seven against the Diamondbacks. They only split with the Twins, and they kind of came back in that game. Uh, David Bell keeps, you know, letting Heath Hembree come back out there, and I think there are just going to be a few games that are, you know, exactly. won or lost by a bullpen decision or a pinch hit decision or something. Yeah. And I don't trust the team to have the right players there. To make those decisions easier and i don't fully trust david bell based on what i've heard over the last so many weeks to make the right decision because heath henry has been kind of a train wreck amir garrett's been a bum pretty much all year so Mm -hmm. they have some good pitchers but it's whether or not they'll actually use them
2: right and on the other on the other side of that coin is that i will say there's no team in baseball built for one game better than the reds are I mean you could throw Dodgers. everything out there
1: Dodgers for one Dodgers. game in a desperation. Dodgers. I mean uh, Dodgers I don't Dodgers count, <laughs> have Dodgers I don't have...
2: count the Dodgers because yeah, they have Well I mean you just said you, you just could said. possibly need. Um and that's that's the unfortunate thing is that you when get you get
0: Scherzer then Kershaw when then you Walker look at, Bueller and then you're done.
2: When you look at the history with the Reds playoffs, it's like, man, you probably get the Dodgers or the Cardinals in the wild card game. If you win that. Then you'll probably have to play the Giants. And it makes me sick to think of that going back on the last time we did. Oh God. (laughs) So it's just it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to be optimistic about that situation when you have the facts that we've laid out here, the history that you have, and quite frankly, still plenty of teams in the hunt. Last question
0: for you, Josh, before we go. A number two wild card spot. Is that a successful season for the Reds?
2: Absolutely not. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Wow.
1: Wow. Um, wow. I will say this: wow. I
2: think this has been one of the most disgraceful seasons I've ever seen from a front office standpoint. I mean, when you have—I I mean, I'm just going to bring up two players, even Jonathan India and Joey Votto. Wow. The fact that Joey Votto is second in home runs in the National League right now is absurd to me. You've had Castellanos. Yes, you've had some injuries with Moustakas and Senzel and what have you, but you just have this incredible lineup, and you've made no moves. I mean, you've made some ticky-tacky moves that really aren't really helping that much with the bullpen. You've made no big moves. You've made no go-for moves. Yeah, to go for it in the year that – Everyone is like, you even better go the, for it.
0: Even in the off season, I mean, yeah, you know, they
2: didn't do anything. They never addressed shortstop, and then because you know. for small market teams, man, this is Ohio. Like this, changes, oh, yeah. this window is going to close before you know it. So I think it'd be just a, a shame, really, honestly, to the players more than the fans that they didn't get the help. They were abandoned by their front office. So I, I would consider it. I know you guys think that just because Cincinnati made a playoff team, I'd be happy, but no it'd be it'd be a shame shocker darn right shame
0: shocker Woo. here shocker there but uh you heard it from josh wild card game isn't good enough
2: what is brewing ohio the brewery news segment is back and guys we're talking ipas this week Woo. Um, which we I usually have. do um quite often but today we have this fantastic blonde ale from twin oast brewery in port clinton ohio but for now ipas across the state that are coming out uh we've got up in columbus kind of north of columbus uh hoof hearted brewing oh yeah, you guys have heard of them they have um the uh double dry hopped Triple IPA. Ooh. Now, I know that's a lot of doubles and triples there. Do your math there and carry the one. Uh, it is a Key Bump XX Extra Powder, um, and they also have the Key Bump Pure Snow Oat Cream Ooh. Triple Sounds IPA. Good. Ooh, so
0: triple... If, wait, Oat Cream Triple
2: IPA? Yeah, oh. so they've got the Key Bump IPA. Now they have the XX Extra Powder Key Bump IPA and the Pure Snow Key Bump IPA. Feeling it. And they're all... Major, major hoppiness. So if you you like don't your, say if you like your like really serious hopped, we're talking like plus one eighty IBU here. Probably not. That's a lot. <laughs> but plus one twenty IBU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but those are out now. You can pick them up at Hoof Hearted Brewing up in the Columbus area. Um, another one we've talked about this one on the show. Quebec yeast. We had Quebec the red from. From, was uh,
0: it was from Sam Adams in Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah, that was a Sam Adams one. So Quebec yeast uh, kind of transforms the beer in a different way, a different fermenting style. You can
0: ferment it, ferment it anywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, anywhere.
0: Yeast grows anywhere. Hot, cold. <laughs> Just the way you're looking.
1: Why you're, you're explaining that? Uh, this ferment is anywhere.
2: from and this this IPA that's using this Quebec yeast is in Kent north water brewing yep. and their new newest ipa ipa revelation is out now with this quebec yeast so a kind of different style ipa there if you're looking for something different and then finally a brewery we've had on the show lock 27 brewing uh they have they have their uh, stumbling nag ipa that's their flagship double oh, IPA. i love that name I was
0: gonna say it sounds like you yeah <laughs>
2: Wow! Ouch! He's he's vicious uh, after that whole uh, that AP poll. He's all,
1: it's all all cranked up.
2: Craig's all cranked up. Bring it down! Bring it down! Uh, Lock twenty seven. Their hazy nag flagship is now available. Or excuse me, their stumbling nag flagship is now available as the hazy nag. A New Whoa. England stubble style double IPA. Sorry, there's a lot of new doubles, England stubble triples. side double <laughs> IPA. <laughs> a lot of doubles and triples in this. Segment. And stubbles. Uh, this one's brewed with Mosaic Centennial and Cascade Hops. So, some more. Uh, this one's more of a classical uh, IPA there. So, guys, those are three IPA releases you can get anywhere in Ohio right now. So Dope. be sure to travel out, support your local breweries, and check out more Ohio beer news at ohiocraftbeer.org.
0: As we wrap up this show, we first want to remind you that we are going from not just one show, but we will have two shows a week coming out. Uh, One coming out Tuesday, the other coming out Friday. More work for Josh. We love to give Josh more work. We love to give Josh more work. So we'll have a a shorter show come out Tuesday and then a Friday show uh, to preview what's going on, especially with football coming up to help preview the weekend. But before we get out of here on Tuesday... Guys, what are we cheersing for the week? First of all, of course, we want to cheers Twin Oaks Brewing. Definitely. And the listeners, thank you so much for being back for season four of the show. Uh, Thank you, Zach, for picking up the wonderful growler from Twin Oaks Brewing. You're welcome.
1: I rarely pick a beer, so it's like a big deal when I bring the beer.
0: (laughs) There you go. So, Zach, anything you got to cheers uh, this wonderful Tuesday?
1: Yeah, Greg. I'm going to cheers, which I know Greg's itching about greg has no life outside of sports so he you know this has been like kind of Zero. like a, a dead Zero. period for greg uh you know we're heading into the fall right so we got obviously college football nfl your weekends are gone then you thrown in baseball right we're coming down through the uh pennant
0: chases through the pennant
1: chases the playoff chases and then we're getting into preseason early college but you know i mean we're going further into the fall we got college basketball nba starting up um a little bit of puck Roll a bit of puck, right? For the first of the year, is kind of the wildest time in sports. Every day, Greg will have something to distract himself with and watch, other than Ukrainian third league soccer. So,
0: first off,
1: it was Belarusian. No, oh, I'm sorry, Belarus. Second off, that makes us. How a lot dare better. you? Most people don't even know what Belarus.
0: In German, they call it Weiss but Weiss Russia. So there you go. There's your fun little fun fact about yeah. uh, Belarus. But you are very correct. I am so excited for the weeks coming up, and I know we all are because oh, yeah. nothing better than a college football Saturday and an NFL Sunday. Exactly, um, guys. I just want to cheer the crew being back. I mean, I've I've been sitting here on Mondays watching equestrian at night during the <laughs> Olympics, just excited <laughs> to get back at it. And talk a little bit of sports with you guys. So uh, shout out to the team for being back, and shout out to Thirty Rack for being back on the airwaves. Josh, what about you? Just
2: gonna shout out Ohio beer, man. Uh, had a lot of not Ohio beer traveling this summer while we were on break, but uh, saw a lot of cool breweries, saw some not so cool breweries, but every brewery in Ohio is top shelf in mm-hmm. our book here at 30 Rack, so i'm excited to get back to it guys oh so man cheers to the ohio craft brewers out there
0: went on a went on a brew bus last weekend couple always ohio fun. beers unbelievable every single one of them shout out always to ohio beers all right guys this is our show for tuesday once again we will be back on friday with another show previewing the weekend or, or just what's what's ahead at this point with uh you know football got a lot to catch to back up on, on. yep So, for Zach on the opinions. Peace. For Josh on the ones and twos. See you. I'm Greg. Thank you so much for listening to 30 Rack of Sports. Peace.